This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Brady Cannon with his NFL bets, bets of the week. You know, both of our NFL contributors, two and one winning weeks last week, along with Randy McKay. All right, Brady, let's get right to it. And we've got an interesting matchup here at Baltimore. The Detroit Lions uh, catching three on the road, uh, five and one Detroit Lions. Yeah, the Detroit Lions. Uh, I tell you, Jimmy, I have found them to be one of the most exciting teams in the NFL this year. I've really enjoyed watching this team. And, and I tell you what, when I crunch my numbers in this game with the Baltimore Ravens, on average, it comes out to a pick em. In my power ratings, I actually have Detroit as a half point better than the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I think a lot of people can argue that the Detroit Lions have played a soft schedule, but they've pounded those soft teams. And meanwhile, the Baltimore Ravens, you look at what they've done, it seems like the same old Ravens that we've seen for about the last three seasons now. They just find ways to stub their toe. They're not executing in the red zone. They make dumb turnovers. They always have this game where, you know, or multiple games that they should win, and they're not finding a way to close the door. We saw it a couple weeks ago against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They crushed Pittsburgh in that game, but they find a way to lose. Now, they had a bad scheduling spot against the Indianapolis Colts, and they blow that as well. And then you look at what the, they've done as far as games they've won. They caught Joe Burrow in week two when he was still uh, definitely disadvantaged with the calf injury. They catch Dorian Thompson-Robinson in for Deshaun Watson at quarterback with the Browns. And then they take on a Tennessee Titans team. They cover the number, but 18 of their 24 points were via the field goal. So, you know, this team, you can argue they haven't played the greatest schedule either, and they've lost a couple of those games. Now, the Lions, meanwhile, they're not blowing games. They're very well prepared. They're efficient. They play defense. They're very well coached. They're probably the better team on both sides of the line of scrimmage here. And if you want to get into another scheduling spot for Baltimore, they just came back from London with no rest. They're not taking their bye week here. Now, we've seen this line jump around a little bit. Uh, it kind of looked like it was headed towards three and a half. Now it looks like it's headed towards two and a half. If you like the Lions, I would grab the three. I don't think it's going to get to three and a half. Um, but I think there's a good chance that you'll be able to get a two and a half. And in that case, the Lions become a very good teaser leg. I wouldn't take the two and a half. I would either take the three or tease the two and a half. But for this show, Bet Rivers currently hanging the three. We'll grab it with the uh, Detroit Lions here. Yeah, and, and look, the Baltimore, so they had the contract situation in the offseason and a lot of uh, trade possibilities were discussed to Atlanta or whatever with uh, with Lamar. But, man, it's not a light switch turning a running quarterback into a pocket quarterback. Now, 
in his defense against Pittsburgh, catch the ball. I mean, he he did enough where they, they we both of us had, had that one. But it's 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 some it's some growing pains, and I don't know if it'll ever be done. I mean, the young quarterbacks should try and extend their career to give them you know you know success in deep into postseason. You got to be more comfortable, more committed uh, in the pocket, and it's just not something that's automatic as they try and uh, make that transition uh, in his role for the Baltimore quarterback. All right, let's get to those teasers. Here we go. And we're going, uh, as uh, as usual, over those hot numbers, three and seven, the Wong teaser approach. Let's first go to Indianapolis. Uh, it's official now, definitive. Richardson has opted for season-ending surgery on that shoulder. Uh, Gardner Minshew really had a rough day in Jacksonville on Sunday. Um a lot of hollow yards at the end to try and make the box score a little bit more respectable. Against the Cleveland Browns, the Browns on the road here at two and a half. You're looking to uh, tease the Colts plus eight and a half. And then Seattle hosting Arizona, teasing it down from seven and a half to one and a half with the Seahawks. Yeah, I actually don't mind either side here in the Colts or Seattle. And I think that's maybe where you start for a teaser. I don't think you necessarily want to play a teaser if you don't like the team with a traditional point spread to begin with. But I think getting through those key numbers make the, makes this an even stronger play. So you mentioned the Cleveland Browns. You know, they rally around P.J. Walker last week. They have a great defensive effort, and they knock off the big bag, the big bad San Francisco 49ers, you know, uh, ruining their unblemished season. And now I think they come back to earth a little bit off of that big victory. And they're on the road in this case. They're feeling a little bit fat and happy. And then on the other side, you have the Colts who return home, uh, you mentioned the sloppy game for Gardner Minshew. He turned the ball over four times in that game. And oh, by the way, what's the situation for Cleveland here? They win outright at home as an underdog and now go into the role of road favorite. That is not a good recipe for success. This game came out very close in my numbers. On average, I have this Cleveland favored by just a half a point. Now, if Watson gets cleared to play in this game, you could see this tick to three and a half, maybe even higher. And then I would say, okay, go ahead and take the Colts with the traditional point spread. But here we are at two and a half, and I think it makes for a very good teaser leg, and I like that position. Now, as far as Seattle, they burned me last week. Um, I thought they played very well in that game. They played very good defense. They had a number of chances to score. Five times into the red zone, they get one touchdown. Gino turns the ball over and they still had a chance to win it in the end um, my average number on this game comes to Seattle minus six and a half but I don't think the stats have quite caught up yet with the fact that James Conner is not in the lineup for this Arizona Cardinals team and I spoke about it last week he is such a big part of that offense it gives that offense some diversity and not often do you have just one player uh, affect a game or affect a team uh, so on such a big fashion but I think for this Arizona team that's already limited already he gives that offense a running game and a decent passing game without him Joshua Dobbs becomes very limited and we saw that play out in living color last week against the Los Angeles Rams so I think Seattle will bounce back here I, I think they will protect the football I think they'll be more efficient in the red zone and even though it's a division matchup I think this Cardinals team is starting to show that they truly are really limited and then when you eliminate Connor it's just a really big deal so I think Seattle can win this by margin 
I don't mind you playing, you know, laying the seven and a half. I don't mind it in a money line parlay, uh, but I like the teaser option here, taking it down to just one and a half and then pairing that with the Colts getting eight and a half. Tons of missed opportunities, as you mentioned, on Seattle in the red zone against uh, Cincinnati. They had uh, considerable more yardage than them, but Geno uh, taking a lot of sacks, uh, that defensive front, uh, getting to him uh, repeatedly uh, down the stretch in that game. One thing I like about Seattle, though, it's a, a rookie and a veteran, and the, the Legion of Boom would be proud. These guys would fit right in that, and that's Jamal Adams um, and uh, Weatherspoon. I mean, they bring a level of physicality to the secondary, level of intimidation. Uh, to opposing teams. I mean, they they like to get after it, man, and and really do uh, love the physical aspect of uh, defending. So instantly they have a, a legitimate defense. Geno's got to get a little bit more consistent within the game and over the yeah. course uh, of the season. His high point, he gave Detroit their only loss. He was outstanding uh, in that game uh, at Detroit, but uh, he's got to play a little bit more consistently. All right, uh, next teaser, final pick for the weekend. Before we do that, we remind everybody you can get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square brought to you by our friends at Bet Rivers. All right, Minnesota on Monday night hosts uh, San Francisco, and uh, that's uh, San Francisco is seven in that one. And then a marquee game Sunday night, Philadelphia two-and-a-half at home. Miami, you looking to tease these, Brady? Yeah, another teaser for you, Jimmy, and we've been real good with teasers on the show here. And, you know, you mentioned it earlier in the program, going through those key numbers of three and seven, there's a lot of opportunities to do that week, uh, to do that this week. And I've landed on four teams that I feel give us the best position in the teaser fashion. Um, Obviously, the point spread is tight in this game with Miami, two, two and a half, what have you. And when I crunch all my numbers, it also comes out very tight. So extending that to eight and a half with the Miami Dolphins, I think is a real strong position. Um, Now, we know that the weakness for Miami is their defense, but I tell you, this uh, Philadelphia defense is not what they were last year either. They're 24th in defensive passer rating, 25th in red zone defense. They're 17th in EPA. Uh, The Dolphins, I think they can trade scores with just about anybody in this league. They do have a couple of injuries, do the Dolphins. I think you can certainly say that Philadelphia is stronger on both sides of the line of scrimmage. But, you know, Philadelphia, you know, you, you can also point to the Miami schedule and they beat up on some cup, uh, on some cupcakes. Well, Philadelphia, they, they didn't exactly put away New England. They lost to the New York Jets, two, two offenses that are pretty anemic. And then they give up 28 points to, to the Minnesota Vikings and they give up 31 points to the Washington Commanders. So now they're facing the best offense in the NFL. Again, I don't think either team really is going to be able to pull away and win this game by margin. I think you're probably looking at a two, three, four point game. Philadelphia might win it. I don't care. I think that is why the teaser is valuable here, taking it to eight and a half points with Miami. I, I just don't see Philadelphia winning this game by nine. Even, even if they're up by 12, 14 points, Miami can probably sneak in that back door with that offense that they have on that squad. And then with San Francisco, you know, I think there's a, a key part of this handicap here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, obviously. Now, the value of those two players combined, I make to be two points. And it looks like one of, if not both of them, are going to be back for this game. So this San Francisco currently at minus seven 
could go to seven and a half, eight, maybe even nine if both players are going to be healthy for this contest. And then it takes us out of teaser range. I didn't really want to go ahead and lay all those points on the road at a Minnesota location that has a great deal of home field advantage. So I felt it was, again, advantageous to take this one down. Currently, I, I wouldn't necessarily wait because I, I, I think McCaffrey has a better chance to play than Debo, and that's probably really the bigger factor here. Uh, Minnesota, I think their offense is much easier to defend without Justin Jefferson in the lineup. And then on defense, they are 30th in defensive passer rating. And if McCaffrey's in that lineup, now they have to defend the run, the threat of McCaffrey catching the pass out of the backfield, and Jawan Jennings, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Even if Debo's not there, they have multiple threats to try and defend for San Francisco. And like I say, I do think they'll get at least one of these two players back. So I think San Francisco will bounce back here. You're probably looking at my, in my opinion, at a four to six, four to seven point win here. Again, don't want to lay the full load here on the road. I'll tease it down to one before there's any news on these guys getting back into the lineup and this line possibly increasing on us. Yeah, I wouldn't be alarmed uh, by Purdy uh, losing his first game that he starts and finished because he did drive them and put them in uh, in pretty good range. 41-yard field goal, is, you know, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty high percentage uh, in the NFL. But the other thing is, you know, the, the double whammy of getting hit with Samuel and McCaffrey because they may look different, but they're so close in skill set in in what they can do. I mean, McCaffrey can ease as a running back can easily line up at wide receiver. He does, and he's very effective there and very comfortable there. And Debo Samuel, wide receiver, can line up at running back and run the ball between the tackles around the edge through arm tackles. So they're interchangeable, and to lose both of those guys in the middle of the game. That's that's tough, especially for a young quarterback against a, a great defense in Cleveland. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it looks like McCaffrey has more of a chance to come back for this game and earlier. Debo may be out for a little bit, but just have one of those guys available. You can still run a lot of the things that you like to do. So, yeah, I like that uh, San Francisco to bounce back against Minnesota as well. And, of course, without Justin Jefferson, that Minnesota does not pose the threat that they usually do. So San Francisco, a minus one in Miami, plus eight and a half available at Bet Rivers right now. Former Westgate Superbook uh, NFL handicapping champion back in 2011, Brady Cannon. I'm Jimmy Ott each and every week with Brady's best bets on the Sports Betters Paradise right here on the Bet Rivers Network.